Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions. Alhamdulillah. 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 وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يؤتي الملك من يشاء وينزعه ممن يشاء يده الخير إنه على كل شيء قدير وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم أدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة May all the praise be to Allah, dear brothers and sisters. In my khutbah today, I will touch on the concept of Hajj, which is the current season. This is the call that Allah stated in the Quran at the tongue and the saying of Ibrahim alayhi salam. When Allah told him, وَأَذْنِ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ يَأْتُوكَ رِجَالًا وَعَلَى كُلِّ ضَامِرٍ يَأْتِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ فَجٍ عَمِيرٍ Call for Adhan at the time when no one was around. When that was a deserted desert, no water, nothing except for him, his wife and his son. And Allah instructed him to clean up the Kaaba and the Bayt al-Haram and to prepare it for the people who are going to make Hajj. And he asked him, just call. And the people will come from all over the world. And today, the caravans of Hujjaj have started moving towards al-Bayt al-Haram from all walks of life, from all corners of the world. من كل فج عميق. If it was not for only for this ayah in the Quran to prove to prove the reality of this deen and the originality of this deen and the truthfulness of, the, of this deen, it would have sufficed. It would have sufficed. When Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ibrahim alayhi salam called for Hajj, and he said, Allah Azza wa Jal stated that people would come from all over the world. And it does. Today, that is a standing proof for the reality and the truthfulness and the consistency of this Quran. That's number one. In the last two weeks, I talked about two angles of this hajj. One of them, which is related to the security which everybody is looking for in this world today. Where Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned about Al-Bayt Al-Haram We have made this house as a place of retreat for people to retreat to whenever they diverse in their situations, in their lifestyles, in their cultures, in their political systems. And if that causes a loss of security, then that's where you should go back to. That's your compass. That's where your GPS. So I talked about that. I'm not going to repeat it again. There is another khutbah I took on another angle. 
The angle where Allah Azza wa Jal has talked about this essence of the Hajj, which is Al-Baytul Haram, the sacredness of the place. The place is sacred. Al-Kaaba, Al-Baytul Haram. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was pointing a finger in one of the times he was making a tawaf, saying, How sacred, how great you are for Allah Azza wa Jal. How beautiful, how nice you are. How nice your smell is. This given, this given however, The Muslim is more sacred than you are. Dami, his blood. وَمَالِهِ His money وَعِرْضِهِ His family Especially the woman's side Greater than Al-Kabir Just compare to them How do Muslims gratify Al-Kabir and Al-Bayt Al-Haram and Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa And how they do not gratify the blood and the wealth of a Muslim That is a lesson I talked about that, I'm not going to repeat it here. Whatever I talk, it's public. Today I will talk about a different side of this. Al-Hajj is known as one of the pillars of Islam. Right? The Prophet ﷺ says, بُنِيَ الْإِسْلَامُ عَلَى خَمْسِ Islam has been constructed upon five. And we call them the pillars. This is the hadith that we teach our children when they first start learning. Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah, the shahadatu anna muhammadan rasulullah, that's number one. As-salat, number two. Az-zakah, number three. As-sawm, number four. Al-hajj. These are pillars of Islam. And we all know them. And we all learn them. And we all teach them. These are pillars, and they are great. And each pillar has its own meaning and its impact on the overall well-being of the Muslims and the Muslim society. But the question remains, if those are the pillars that we build, what is the structure of Islam that is built upon these pillars? Definitely, Definitely, it doesn't make any sense for someone to build a house and to keep the pillars. We have one, two, three, four pillars here which I could see on the right and the left. And there's probably yet one more somewhere. And you have pillars. But you don't have walls, you don't have ceiling, you don't have floor, you don't have windows, you don't have furniture. Could you live in a house with pillars only? Definitely not. So the pillars are meant to hold the structure. There is a structure, there is a society, there is a building. There is something that you live in. There is a house for Islam. There is a house for Islam and these are the pillars. Al-Hajj is one of them and as I said, each pillar, each pillar is meant to sustain this structure and to make it hold forever and ever and ever. As-Salah, Allah Azza wa Jal, in one ayah says, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنْ فَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ الصَّلَاةَ will definitely lead you to stop the fahsha and the munkar. The fahsha is the very bad deeds. والمنكر is the evil that Allah Azza wa Jal rejects. 
So there could be in the society a munkar, like the munkar, I don't want to go into details, but munkar has been all over. But the worst of the worst is the recent munkar that is happening in the vicinity of al-Bayt al-Haram, where the, one of the singers, female singers, rejected to go to Jeddah to make that festival for an honor that belongs to her, not the honor of al-Masjid al-Haram. But anyway, al-Salah is a pillar that forces us and that allows us, that teaches us to stop the munkar and the evil. As-Sawm is a pillar that Allah Azza wa Jal says, Kutiba alaykum al-Siyam, Siyam has been prescribed upon you as it has been prescribed upon others. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ You need taqwa. Once you have a house of Islam, you need some taqwa to sustain it. Without taqwa, without taqwa, you will have all chaos. You cannot live upon rules and regulations enforced by a state only. You have to live upon a taqwa from inside that will force you to, 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 to be in the right path and to stop the munkar and not to create chaos and the problems in the society. You need a taqwa. As-Sawm will do that. Al-Zakah. Allah Azawajal puts it in a very general term like in Surah Al-Baqarah where he says, Alif Lamim ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ هُدًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ There is a guidance for muttaqin. Who are the muttaqi again? الَّذِينَ يُقِمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ مُنْفِقُونَ You establish the prayer and you pay from what Allah Azawajal has given you. Al-Zakah that purifies the self from within. You need individuals with values. Remember, in all of the crises that happened in the world in the, in the recent decade, the majority of politicians and philosophers, they have stated and confirmed time and time again that all the crises that we see, the money, the financial, the economic turn down, all of them are because and are caused by greed and fear and by lack of ethics and values. Jimmy Carter wrote an entire book. He said, we have lost our values and therefore our society is going down. Without values, you cannot sustain a, a decent society. So, al-sawm, al-zakah, al-hajj will definitely create these values. And al-hajj, and al-hajj. In the Quran, Allah Azza wa Jal, when he says, you go to Mecca, you visit al-bayt al-haram, you make the tawaf, you make the sa'i. And all of these are called masha'ir or sha'irullah. We call them masha'ir al-hajj. And in those ayats that Allah Azza wa talks about al-hajj, then he says, ذَلِكَ ذَلِكَ That done, that done about the hajj. وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ Glorifying and sustaining high the sha'air of Allah Azza wa Jal that provides taqwa to the hearts. Those are the pillars. Allow you to have values. Create values in you. Create taqwa. And the taqwa means that you fear Allah Azza wa Jal and therefore you go by the right path because Allah Azza wa Jal is there and he's watching from, from beyond and you are being keen about that from within that's what taqwa is you avoid what is haram and you stick to what is halal because Allah Azza wa Jal wants you to do that not because you fear the governor 
not you don't steal not because you fear your hand will be cut but because Allah Azza wa Jalla says it's haram because you want to go to Jannah you want to avoid hellfire but still if you do that then there is of course some something that will take care of you now these are the pillars what is the house what is the what's the structure what is all of this amount these pillars they are so great you spend your time your money your efforts and you get tired you go to hajj and you come back it's a pillar you spend a month fasting not eating not drinking not doing anything bad that's a pillar you pray five times you keep doing all of these things and you pay your zakah what's that for what is the house ah let's go back now to the quran what allah wants this house to be there are brothers three major systems in any society any society whether it's islamic society whether it's capitalist society whether it's democratic whether it's nationalistic whether it's socialist whether it's china it's right. there are three major systems that govern the house of any house political one economic one and social and on top of that there are laws and regulations for the judiciary system whenever something goes wrong someone has to take care of the through the judge and the court system those are the system that's what the house is that's what a societal house is i'm not talking about my home or your home which are similar but a society has its own structures that allah has directed us to build pillars to sustain that structure now in the political sense which is called the governance allah pointing muhammad to this in a very general directive called a guidely directive not presidential decree or directive it's a godly rabbi rabbani from allah where he says now now we have revealed a book for you bilhaq approving what has been revealed before and overtaking it I approve it but now I'm taking over the Quran we reveal the book for you it's the truth it does say there was Injil and Torah that's done now Quran is taking over that's what Muhaymin means now you have to make the regulations and the rules and the laws with what Allah has revealed in the Quran and in the Sunnah to you. And follow not their desires and their whims. In other place, he makes it even more forceful. Where he says, We have revealed the book for you so that you make the rulings based on what I have revealed with Haq and never stand on the side of the traitors on the side of the munafiqeen on the side of the ones who don't believe in Allah Azza wa Jal and in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam take any book on Sunnah on Fiqh like Al-Qurqubi for Tafsir Al-Shafi Al-Um Abu Hanifa talks about Al-Bahr the sea of jurisdictions you will find thousands and thousands of laws one of the scholars is an american scholar named noah feldman from harvard 
He talks about the Islamic structure. He says this Islamic structure that lived for almost 1300 years was built upon, upon laws and regulations. It was a state of constitution. It was a state of law. There are laws. The laws that govern the ownership. The laws that govern partnerships. The laws that govern divorce and marriage. The laws that governs the relations between people. The laws that govern how the judge should behave. And when the judge can rule, when he cannot, when he cannot rule. This, this is a state of law. That's what hukum is. That's what hukum. Hukum does not mean I need a president or a king or a khalifa or a sultan. Hukum, it means a collection of rules and regulations based, based on very well-defined rules and constitutional rules. That's what nizam al-hukum is in Islam. That's what the system of rules and governance in Islam. That's part of a structure. That's a structure. There is yet the economic part of it. Today the world, the sufferings, the majority of the people suffer not because there is a governor or a president or a king who is good or bad. The majority of the people suffer because of poverty. Because of poverty. There are more than 2 billion people in the world who live under poverty lines each in his own state. Bangladesh, Pakistan, Indonesia, uh, Jordan, uh, you name it, Latin America, some European countries. Billions of people. They suffer because of poverty. Well, what is poverty? Poverty is a result of an economic system that distributes the wealth in an unfair manner. That's simple. It's simple. There is lots of money, lots of wealth in the world. Allah created plenty of wealth, plenty of food, plenty of everything. But then at the end of the day, you will find about 50 people, they own more than 50% of the world wealth. So-called trillionaires, not billionaires anymore, trillionaires. And then this bad distribution of the wealth is, which is a result of an economic system, Islam comes and says, I have an economic system that allows the wealth to be distributed such that it does not remain confined within the hands of the rich. In Surah Al-Hashr, if you, you read, if you will, where Allah talks about the distribution of some of the ghanaim, some of the spoils of war. Well, it was one of the sources of wealth. At the end he says, I am doing this distribution minkum. I am doing this distribution, this law, so that the money does not remain within the handful of the rich among you. That's part of the structure. That's why I need the pillar of Hajj 4. Oil and gas. Can anybody deny that? It's oil and gas. And of course, the land itself, the real estate. Who owns the oil and gas? Individuals. Individuals. It's the property of individuals. Sometimes the individual owns it as part as an individual, like a company, an entity called company, like Aramco, like Exxon, like Chevron. They own oils, oil wells all over the world. And sometimes it's an individual in his capacity as a governor, as a king or as a prince. He owns the revenue of the oil. Whereas the revenue of the oil should have been distributed for the multitude of people. 
The Prophet says, Al-Nasu Shuraka'u fi thalath. People equally partner, equally partner to three things. Al-Ma' water and water resources. Al-Kala' the meadows and the grasses and the forests and the big lands. Wal-Nar, fire, which is a symbol of energy. The energy. People should have been equal to that. Assume for one second, if the oil and gas revenues in the Muslim world, to Indonesia, North Africa, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and the Gulf, they were the ownership of the Muslims in the world. And they will be used for the benefit of the Muslims, not individuals. How many poor people will be left among Muslims? None. Zero. That is a structure. That's the structure upon which the pillars or for which the pillars were built. And in the social system, which is the lifestyle or the life of us as individuals with our wives, our children, our families, the marriage relationship, the divorce that comes out of it, the chaos, the second largest chaos in the world today, after the economic thing, is the social. Look how the ties have been broken in families. Now sometimes you refer it to the technology. It's not the technology. It's not the technology, the WhatsApp or the Facebook that caused families to dismantle. It's the values that have been broken from the very beginning. The social system which is built in Islam upon families. Salatul Rahm, Ar-Rahm. Ar-Rahm which means my sister, my mother, my aunts. Uh, my uncles going my grandfather grandsons going all the way distribution of family which Allah Azza wa Jal he made it part of his dominance the dominance of Allah Azza wa Jal and the, and, the, uh, and the accountability that Allah Azza wa Jal holds us against he says no matter what you do Ar-Rahm Ar-Rahm which is the close the relationship between you and your immediate relatives will stop an obstacle between you and going to Jannah no matter how good you are no matter how much you pray no matter how much you do Hajj no matter no matter this, this you build this family this type of relationship if the pillars were built correctly if we know what the Hajj is meant for then we will have a social life which is decent and good if we knew what the Salah was meant for, then we will have a social life that is not going to be chaotic as it is today. Today the chaos that comes in the social life that has brought diseases, social diseases, psychological diseases, people visiting psychiatrists right and, right and left, people having all types of diseases, sexually transmitted diseases because of the illness of social social life and social systems. Islam has brought a social system. That's a structure. An economic system, that's a structure. A political system, governance system, system of khilafah and mu'awan. Sometimes the people, they say, oh, you keep repeating khilafah, khilafah. It's part of the structure that Allah Azza wa Jal ordered his Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to build upon these pillars that we have. That's our system, that's the house, that's the structure that we live in, that's the structure that we have to have. Now, let me conclude this first football.
if we lose the structure, if we destroy the building and we keep the pillars and we keep maintaining the pillars and investing in the pillars, building masajid for salah, doing organizations to make it easier for people to make hajj, having all types of festivals for Ramadan, for Psalm, which is Alhamdulillah, MashaAllah, even having some uh, organizations to collect zakat, marvelous. But our structure is destroyed. Our economic system replaced by capitalism. Our khilafah and government system replaced by so-called civil state, secularism, or democracy. Our social life replaced by so-called Western new culture. What do I need the pillars for? We do need the pillars so that we rebuild our structure. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Just concluding this khutbah, brothers and sisters, our pillars, salah, salam, zakah, al-hajj, alhamdulillah, we still have them. That is, that is the big hope for us that we can rebuild our structure one more time. Allahumma anni asaluka fi hadhal yawm al-azim an la tada'a la nadhalban illa ghafartah. ولا سيئة إلا محوتها ولا خطيئة إلا وضعتها يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تهتك العصم واغفر لنا الذنوب التي تبدل النعم واغفر لنا الذنوب التي تجلب النقم اللهم من علينا يا الله من علينا بنصر عزيز المؤزر من عندك اللهم انصر المسلمين بالإسلام وعز المسلمين بالإسلام يا رب العالمين ومن علينا بقيام دولة الخلافة الراشدة يحكم فيها بكتابك وسنة نبيك يعز فيها رقاعتك ويذل فيها معصيتك يؤمر فيها بالمعروف وينهى فيها عن المنكر ويرقع فيها راية الجهاد في سبيلك إنك على كل شيء قدير وصل اللهم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت وسلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد المجيد وأكم الصلاة Thank you for listening to this podcast Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our